my perception boost is? Uh, is it 20? It's 24. 24. 24. That's right, we did 24 last time. We did. Yes. That would hopefully make this 25. Yes. Okay. I'm just checking because numbers. Numbers indeed. Come on, sit round the virtual campfire and come and listen to us yammer on <laughs> in episode 25 of Frithcast. 25! 25. 25. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. And before we go any further, we'd best introduce ourselves. I'm Suzanne. And many other things besides. You should really introduce yourself as other things as well. You, there is so much to you. Hello, lovely listeners. I'm Suzanne and I'm introducing myself as other things this time. Yes. Are you, was that better? That, absolutely lovely. Okay. So I just didn't want you selling yourself short. Go ahead and introduce um, yourself as well. For myself, um, I'm Kate. I'm, um, I'm nothing much. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the, I'm the sort of the, the druidy hanger on. <clears throat> and I'm here to learn about heathenry. Well, yeah, I, I like the segue. Very yeah, nice. Thank you. Very nice. So, we've had a chat about a few things in the last 24 episodes, and uh, so we thought we'd start this episode off by looking at the Nine Noble Virtues. Okay. Now, these are generally lists of qualities, and they were, they're quite recent. They're generally created, whichever version you look at is generally created around the 1970s. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get that out of the way first. Please keep in mind that these lists are not that old. Okay. They're not written down anywhere in, like the Havamal or the uh, Eddas or the Sagas. There's no list in any of those that these come from. So this is not like a, a, an ancient, ancient code sent down from... Yes. Okay. Only a man whose butt is narrow... <laughs> can get down these stairs. Can get down these stairs. <laughs> So there's no sort of single original source that these come from that is dated like the Havamal or the Sagas or the Eddas. But some modern heathens find them very useful and some choose to follow them and some prefer not to. Okay. Either way is all good. I figure we'll throw some information at you like we usually do in an episode, have a bit of a natter about it, throw some links into the description so you can go and have a wonder about for yourself. Hmm. It's all good. Sounds fun. Sounds hysterically fun and probably better than a whole night of Scrabble. Well, I've had some good nights of Scrabble. Okay, so um, moving swiftly on. Thank um, you. Please do. What I know about the Nine Noble Virtues... Go it. Is... Go it, Molesworth. Thank you, Pease. <laughs> 
What I know about the nine noble, noble virtues is uh, relatively minimal. I mm. could not recite them off the top of my head. They are things like courage and hospitality and yeah. so on. Well, that's two. I did really that's well. Two, two is good. Two is um, a good start. But I know that these are a, a sort of a... Not necessarily something that you must... They're not qualifiers. Uh, it's not that you must have them perfected in order to be... No. A Satru or a heathen. Yeah. But uh, they are things that you will wish to aspire to. Yes. So yes. some people see them like that, yes. So they're sort of well this is this is just what I understand. Mm. I mean yeah. we can you can, you may feel free to correct me in a few moments. I I'm sure the lovely listeners probably can <laughs> as well. But no, please carry on. Okay, um no more coffee for you. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. And I actually thought they were quite a bit older than yeah, I know, they're 1970s. Than, than, than this, but I also know there are several different versions. Yes, we're going to have an explore around two of those different versions Okay. in this episode. Okay. So, um, we have coffee, we have us, we have a virtual campfire. Let's have an explore around the Nine Noble Virtues. Let's do that. Okay, so there are two main versions of the Nine Noble Virtues that I'm going to touch on through this episode. And it's going to be fairly quick because these episodes are fairly short and sweet. We like them that way. It gives okay. us more time for drinking coffee. <laughs> so it's going to be kind of a whistle-stop we tour around each of these things. We have other things in our lives. Coffee! just coffee. Yeah. <laughs> coffee and recording. <laughs> this is our focus right in a minute. Um, so I'm going to look at both those versions. Okay. Now, both the versions are done in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they're both done by fairly large... Asatru or heathen groups. Okay. There's a group called the Odinic Rite, mm-hmm. and there's a group called the AFA. Right. Um, now, the AFA I've heard of. The AFA you've heard of, this is good. They both did a version of the Nine Noble Virtues. Mm. Um, but for this episode, I want to stick with the Nine Noble Virtues because we've got nine of them to cover twice in about 25 minutes. Pah, piece of cake. There's cake? I didn't, re- didn't realise there was, but. And now Maybe I'm after. And now I want cake. Maybe after. If I say maybe after, you'll want to go through them even faster. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) There we go. Done. Where's the cake? (laughs) Need the cake now. So, Odinic Rite has single word virtues, if you like, aspects. Okay. We start their list with courage. Mm -hmm. But courage to me is not the loud roar. Courage is the little voice that says, I'll try again tomorrow. Hmm. I like that. I've always viewed courage as... Well, exactly that is to is to is to be afraid of something, but do it anyway, even if it's only. Or to to attempt to do it anyway. Well, yeah, but even if it's only a little step towards each time. Yes, yeah, it doesn't have to be absolute success on go one. Mm. The only time you can feel courage is when you're afraid. Yes. For whatever reason it is, you can't feel courage if you're not afraid of anything. Mm. You can't have. Courage. There is no bravery without fear. There is no bravery without fear. Looking at the next ones, you have truth and fidelity. Some people will put loyalty instead of fidelity. Okay. Essentially, one is an aspect to continue to tell the truth as best you know it mm-hmm. at that time and place, bearing in mind that truth is subjective and it redefines itself quite easily. That's and true, there could yeah. be a whole episode on the ethics of truth. There could. We're not going to go there just yet. There probably will. Yeah. You then have two which again pair together, industriousness yeah. and self-reliance. 
Okay, so working hard? Working hard and trusting that you will be able to achieve things, self-reliance. Okay. To believe in your own set of skills, your own set of abilities to be able to achieve the tasks that you have. Mm. You then have honour. Yeah. You have discipline. Mm-hmm. You have hospitality. You might occasionally see that written as frith. Okay. So to extend hospitality to friend and stranger, to make your home a place of frith, to have a duty to extend friendship to everybody and make sure that your visitors have warm needs i love that verse in the have and all <laughs> we'll put a link to it in the description your last virtue that they look for is perseverance okay now a lot of these connect together for me mm. things like industriousness and perseverance i was just going to say they're they're, they're very have links together they're quite an overlap aren't they they're quite an overlap and again industriousness and discipline Mm. to continue to to work hard at whatever it is you're doing and continue to to create to maintain to advance discipline works well with courage it does um yeah it's and self-reliance i suppose and it's yeah there is a lot of overlap but it, they are all slightly different if we switch over to the looking at the afa nine noble virtues mm-hmm. they are a different way of exploring virtue and ethics as a heathen Mm. and ethics as a heathen you and i could talk about ethics for a very very long time and no doubt will i'm quite happy to do that so let's just we'll try and keep it short and sweet today yeah i mean we're just going to keep these things coming so you know (laughs) yeah we're just yeah uh, you can expect all this probably several times Uh, well not necessarily in consecutive episodes but there might be things that we'll come back and look at again and um, things we'll forget we've done and do yeah, them again. Yeah, there might be that too. So we'll have a look at the AFA list of their virtues. Go it. And they have a different format. So they commonly have one virtue is better than and then it's direct opposite. So saying if you're given a choice, this is the way that you should aim. Mm. So their first one, strength is better than weakness. Okay. The second one, courage is better than cowardice. Yeah. Joy is better than guilt. Yeah. Honour is better than dishonour. Freedom is better than slavery. Yes. Kinship is better than alienation. Yes. Realism is better than dogmatism. I would probably agree. Vigour is better than lifelessness. Uh, Yeah, I spent most of my time feeling fairly lifeless but yeah (laughs) here's the one that might provoke a wee bit of discussion ancestry is better than universalism bless you no that's probably the point that i stick on myself yeah but that you know we've just we're doing this episode so you can explore them for yourselves the listeners yeah i do very much emphasize the, the view that it is better to bring barriers down Yes. And build bridges rather yes. than the other way around. And when when somebody says something better, you know, universalism might have some bad aspects to it. But I think that is the reason that I react to that one in the way that I do. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I know certainly with with TAC, the organisation that I'm an ambassador for, they look at liberal universalist heathenry. Mm. That for me means that they say that anyone can practice heathenry 
right. anyone who feels drawn to the path, who feels curious about it, anyone who identifies any particular way. Okay. Anyone from any country in the world can look at this path mm. and see if it is right for them or feel called to it. Mm. For me, how I would feel about being a universalist heathen is that the gods are free to call on whomever they choose to serve them. Yeah. I'm not going to walk up to the high seat and tell the old father that he can't have somebody mm. because I don't like them. Yeah. That, no, yeah. That would result in me being a small fizzling pile of goo on the floor fairly quickly and yeah. I really don't like that idea. So, you know, I have no right to say who can and cannot practice, mm. who the gods call is not up to me. It's a matter for the gods. It's a matter for the gods. And I will welcome anybody around the virtual campfire to come and sit with us and listen and talk. So for me, that last point of the AFA's nine noble virtues, that would mean I wouldn't be suited to being in the AFA myself. Mm. It I'm is. not saying it isn't suitable for everybody, you know, to use the key, members. To use the key word, it is problematic. It's a different opinion to mine. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic for you, I mean. Yes, it yeah. is. That would be a difficult point for me to be able to reconcile with. Oh. Because I personally believe, warning you PG stuff, I personally believe anybody is welcome. Yeah. yeah. Wherever they come from, whatever background they hold, anybody who's curious is welcome to sit with us and talk. Mm. Anybody who wants to learn also... You know, I can learn from people just as much as they can learn from us. Yeah. And it's great. I love it. Yeah. I love learning that kind of stuff. I love finding different viewpoints and different ways I can explore and appreciate the gods and the divine. When I, um, warning anecdote. Um, <laughs> when, I lived, when I lived out in the countryside years and years and years ago, there was a, uh, an outbreak of foot and mouth disease in the, in the local farmlands. Mm. And this is, if you if you're not a, a, a country person, this is this is bad. This, this is, is not this is good, bad is for your livestock. Very very bad for and your, it is all of your livestock. Exceedingly virulent. Yes. Um, it can be spread in, in in water. It can be spread on the soles of your boots. It's very very difficult to eradicate. Difficult to contain. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 eradicate. Um, we had a There's really bad episode of it a few years ago, didn't we? It's quite and quite a few years ago, and um, I was I went along to volunteer with some of the local some of the local folk who were who were sort of going out, and the idea was just to sort of try and you know we were hanging around we were hanging around the footpaths. It sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> we were hanging around down country lanes where there was like um, uh, footpaths across farms and things, and we were just mm. sort of I was going around in a in a, uh, a van with one of the local park rangers. Mm. I can hear Americans laughing. This is the Peak National Park, which is a tiny little postage stamp of land that would fit into, yes. into Yellowstone about 87 times. <laughs> um, but but um, I, the, the, the lady I was working with, the woman I was working with, was a Celtic Christian. Oh, cool. And I had the most fantastic day because once we got, for, for some reason, religion came up and we got talking. We were just trying to get to know each other like mm. you do. And we ended up with me as a pagan there is a Celtic Christian and we were just talking away and she was like just telling me all about the way she looked at things and I was telling her all about the way and the commonalities were, 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 were remarkable. All right I'm wandering off a little bit but what I was sort of getting around to was the fact that I think it is far better 
I doubt anybody would really disagree with it. You know, it's a fairly basic thing. The idea of getting people together and actually, when you actually start examining what you believe, it's amazing the amount of similarity there is. Yes. Between even the most, even the most. I've sat with disparate humanists and Christians and Muslims around the same table, mm. and we've all sat and gone. Oh yeah, we've got a similar principle to that. We have this, and yeah. we've got a similar principle to that. Oh, that compares this, so. with this, and, and that seems the, to be... yeah. The the web between us was amazing. By the end of the evening, we all had multiple points in common with everyone around that table. Yeah, I loved it. Um, if you'd like to find out more about the ethics of organisations, in recent months the leader of the AFA made a statement about the understanding of ancestry and race within the AFA, within his group. Yeah. Um, TAC were not of the same understanding. And Do not see eye to eye. It, it's a matter of difference, oh. uh, which I'm very firmly stand with TAC on. <laughs> And there was a, a document called Declaration 127, yeah. which was started and can be signed by networking organisations such as TAC or individual kindreds or single individuals. Oh. You can sign up and it's, it's based on the Havamal's first 127, which says basically when you see something that is wrong, you speak out against it and you give your enemies no peace. Oh. You take a stand what you know is correct and that to me was a very important thing we'll put the links again we'll put the links to declaration 127 in the the notes so you can go and have an explore of it see what you think for yourself i think it might be the the thing that <clears throat> crops up in my head as things tend to do Mm -hmm. to, to touch back on on the virtue i mean yeah all right i make i make a fuss about that last one Ancestry is better than universalism. Yes. I disagree. Yes. But, I mean, as, as I say, I don't feel that a respect for your ancestry is necessarily a bad thing. It's, I'm, not, I'm not sort of sitting here saying, you know, I mean, as I say, I have, the way I look at things, I have very little, very little emphasis on my mm. ancestry. I, I don't talk to them. I don't, I mean, it's, it's not part of my way of looking at things. Yeah. But that's not to say that anybody is wrong for revering the, the and respecting the way the place they've come from yes but what interests me is the fact that that i'm pointing yes you can see me pointing i can sorry listeners i know you can't but for the benefit of the tape i'm pointing at the 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 last one on the afa side because that's that's really the only one that I mean, to me, looking at Declaration 127, that mm. seems to embody quite a lot of the, the virtues. So for the last few minutes of this episode, I'd like to maybe look at some of the limitations of the Nine Noble Virtues. Okay. Some heathens have these lists up, and they will refer to them every day, and they will consciously have them in their heads to strive towards them. Mm -hmm. Some heathens don't use them at all. Okay. Some heathens will adhere to some of them, but recognise that they're a very new principle in terms of modern heathenry. Some folks will just go, you know what, I'll just live thanks. Mm. I don't need reminding on how to behave. Yeah. So for me, both these lists have their limitations. They don't 
the AFA one talks about joy, but it talks of joy is better than guilt. Yeah. But for me, there's no, in either of these lists, there's no having joy in your faith. Okay. Having an absolute passion for the things you believe and seeking comfort and gaining strength from that and finding joy in that. Mm. Finding, having a lust to learn. Yeah. You know, the Allfather seeking knowledge is a huge principle in a lot of the, the sagas, the stories. It's the Allfather's search for knowledge mm. that drives him to do what he does. There's nothing about continuing to learn in either of these lists. Okay. So yeah, I suppose. For me, they have limitations. They might be something that somebody coming to the faith very new and starting to learn may consider may look at the lists and say, right, these are the things I can keep uppermost in my head. Mm. Whatever you do with the lists, whether you like them, whether you don't like them, whether you have them framed in your living room, whether you have them framed and on your altar, for me, the lists are partially use useful and partially not so. Mm. Um, and again, it tends to be uh, modern heathens will look at them different ways. Mm. They have their limitations. And I think it is healthy to recognise that these lists are not the be-all and end-all of the faith. No. They're not an absolute. You don't have these or you're a heathen or you don't have them and you're definitely not and you're okay. staying out the door. Yeah. These, you know, some people might find these useful to aspire to. Mm. Hopefully they are interpretations of the faith that will continue to evolve. I'm hoping that maybe in a few years there will be a new list. Yeah. So, lovely listeners, we've got a question for you. Just to finish off this episode. You didn't weren't expecting this, were you? you? Were Quizzes. Not expecting this. Quizzes. No, nobody expects the Spanish <laughs> Actually, that's a historical miss thingy me. Yeah, because everybody expected them. They they sent you an, a letter before they before they arrived. Oh, that's said, just wrong. We will be attending to what's the word? Inquisit? Inquisit. Inquisit. We will be intending to inquire about your village on the 14th of October. That's a bit scary, isn't it? 1472. Probably, you know, there probably isn't anybody in your village that can read. They sent it to the priests, presumably. Yeah. um, Who would have to do a... But they would... They they always... I learned this from QI. (laughs) The same as... (laughs) The same as I've learned absolutely everything else I know from QI. But yes, that you always expected. The Spanish Inquisition were always expected. Oh, that's just unreal. That's got to just really put a kink in your day, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So much for Monty Python. Yeah, you know, you wake up, it's a glorious day, the birds are singing, you just it's go and see how everybody in the, in the village, you're like, morning, Bob, morning, Pam, morning, Vicar. Ooh, I've got to do what? Yeah. That's going to really kind of put you in a downer. It it's going to harsh your mellow. It's going to harsh your your veritable mellow. Yeah. Uh, it's also worth pointing out that um, the uh, there were inquisitions in many other countries as well. Mm. Um, and uh, when we talk about the inquisition, the Torquemada inquisition, it is Spain the Spanish. We're, we're thinking about. But, yeah. But uh, it used to go on all over Europe. I am going to go out Christendom. I'm going to have to learn some stuff now. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. That's great results i get something to go on but anyway lovely listeners other crazed tv shows are available <laughs> we're gonna throw you a question 
Question them. Question them. Good no, and just, proper. Just one question. Okay. You know, we're building up to twos and threes. Alrighty. If you had to list the virtues that you would put for a heathen, I'm going to limit it to nine. What nine virtues would you choose? Nice. Yeah. Because you've only got a limited amount of space. Yeah. So, we're going to leave you having a mull over that one. What would be your own personal nine virtues for a heathen? We could do... Let the debate commence. Indeed, go for it. Go for your lives. If you see the hills run away if from If you them. see the hills run the other way. <laughs> run for the hills. No, my lord, they're coming from the hills. Run away from the hills. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, lovely listeners, we'd like you to have a think about what you would put in your list of nine virtues for a modern heathen. Mm-hmm. Send the answers to the usual address on a piece of batter pudding. <laughs> or otherwise, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Podbean. Podbean? Podbean. Dot com. Is it dot com? I don't know. No, it's Podbean. Podbean. Something. So, drop us a comment on one of those. Do, please. And uh, we'll see what you all come up with. Indeed. So, we're going to stop this episode there. I've been Suzanne. You can find me on Facebook as Suzanne Martin, and you can find me on Twitter. You can drop me a friend request. You can drop me a comment. Drop me a message. It's all good and groovy. Come and say hello. Marvellous. I might do that if that's okay. That would be jolly lovely. Okay. Uh, And likewise, if you want to find me, there might be reasons, Uh, you can find me at on my my, my, um, kind of website thing called glassrain.net and uh, my social accounts such as they are are linked from there okay so lovely listeners we will leave you mulling it all over and talk to you all next time all right bye 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 bye